Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. The first thing I want to get to, and it's kind of all over the media this week, is Operation Transformation. And BodyWise, the Eating Disorder Association of Ireland, has raised concerns over Operation Transformation's community-sanctioned dieting culture and the perceived negative mental health impact on some viewers ahead of the show's return this week. Now, BodyWise said that many of its services, users, users, or should I say users, say the show continues to be triggering for them, causes them distress and impacts negatively on their mental health. Although the show has a positive objective, and that this is what they're saying, Although the show has a positive objective, intending to bring the focus to health and well-being, the considerable emphasis of dieting, body weight and shape, and the way these are measured, collectively counted and presented, create a community-sanctioned dieting culture that research shows does little to achieve long-lasting weight loss or health promotion. Now, the association said in a statement responding to concerns raised over the programme, Bodywise said it had contacted the producers of the show requesting that they, they consider a more inclusive approach, signposts to support services and add disclaimers around the content. In response, RTE have said um, evolved consider- the show has evolved considerably over the years and now encompasses a more holistic approach to adopting the, and maintaining a healthy lifestyle as well as losing weight. The broadcaster RTE said that the new holistic nature of the series will be seen during uh, the contestants' weekly check-in with the experts. An overall health is to be carried out on each leader, uh, looking at health indicators such as blood pressure, cholesterol, hydration, sleep quality and psychological well-being. Now, Operation Transformation, as you well know, has been on our screen since 2008. It was first presented, of course, by Jerry Ryan and sees five people taking part in a weight loss and exercise programme across an eight-week period, of course, with the whole community getting involved. And the progress is filmed for the show and on each episode, their weight and progress is discussed. Uh, They'll even be walked out into their underpants to stand on a weighing scales. Known as the lead... Each participant known as the leader... Uh, as the aim is for them to inspire others in their community, of course, to get to a given weight or loss target every week. Now, a petition is calling for the show to be axed, taken off the screens. And it's garnered 6,000 signatures so far. And that is growing very quickly because they're getting a lot of bad publicity this week. And set up by an Instagram account, uh, Intuitive Eating Ireland and Binge Eating Dietitian, the petition raises questions about the long-term effectiveness of Operation Transformation. But today I want to know what side of the fence you fall on. Many agree with BodyWise. They feel like shows like this and like Operation Transformation and other weight loss shows are quite triggering and promote an unhealthy view of losing weight, while others believe there is nothing wrong with the show, and if you think you might be triggered by it, you should just turn it off. Now, a lot of people in this country are not at the weight they should be. They're BMI, as they call it. And they find that programmes like this, look, you know, Operation Transformation is not the only one. There's more tacky ones on other television channels that you could probably watch, like those ones in the in the US, like The Great, The Biggest Loser, and all those are the ones where they have people who are like 30 stone, who over the, a very short period of time will get themselves right down and then present themselves walking down the stairs in a nice dress or whatever it is, looking all wonderful, and everybody claps. And nobody knows what happens after the program. After the program, they probably put back on the weight again. Or they end up with an eating disorder, worse still. Uh, because they feel they don't want to disappoint people by putting on weight, so they continue on some of these crazy diets. And there is a huge amount of pressure put on people when these programmes come on television 
And I'm not suggesting that people shouldn't be healthy. Of course they should be. Everybody should try and be as healthy as possible. And then you live longer. That's obvious. But some people are very comfortable with their weight. They may be a little bit overweight, but they're comfortable with it. But these kind of programs, I think they set out to shame people for their size, their shape, their weight. And let's be clear, we're not all the same shape. You know, we're not all, we don't all look like we've, you know, we fit on the front of a Vogue magazine. So, you know, every one of us are a little bit different. I, my shape, I'm staying in shape. Just so happens this week's shape is a bag of potatoes. But, but, I mean, I'm quite happy. I'm comfortable in my own skin. I'm not perfect. I have a bit of a belly going on there. It's not too much. But I'm okay. I'm all right, but I'm happy enough. I'm not, I'm not going to go on a diet tomorrow. But these kind of programs for some people, not for me, it doesn't bother me. I wouldn't watch it, to be honest with you personally. Uh, I think it's useless program but however some people watch these programs who are a little bit more obsessive about it and get very worried about it and get concerned and think god look at the way people are looking at this poor guy or this poor girl because they happen to have a lot of weight on them or their particular shape a maybe curvy woman or a kind of guy with a bit of a belly and they're looking at them and kind of shaming them almost for looking like that and making them determined to look different and it kind of shames that particular look now you might be okay with that and watch that and you might get involved in that and think that's a good thing that inspires people to become healthier. But you also might look at that feeling really bad because you can't achieve that and you won't achieve that. And many people will never achieve that. They have different metabolisms, etc., etc. So let me know what you think. Do you think shows like Operation Transformation help or hinder society? Um, and do you believe it should be scrapped? Uh, the number is 87 I did listen during the week. There was a young girl on radio when she was talking about the fact that she ended up with bulimia, not just for watching the programme, uh, but the fact that she had felt so bad about herself. She went on a diet, got to a particular weight where everyone thought she looked great and started giving her positive remarks. And she said then she couldn't go back to the way she was, obviously, because people would be disappointed with her. So she continued on the diet and ended up in a situation where she was way, very underweight, which goes underreported as well, by the way. Uh, the number is 87 let me go to Kaylee, and Kaylee was on the show 10 years ago when she was 18 years of age. She was the youngest ever contestant. Good afternoon to you, Kaylee. Kaylee, are you there? Oh, oh, hang on, Kaylee, my apologies. I do, hold on, I do apologise. I might have to get you onto a different line there for some reason. Sorry, Kaylee, there you are. Hi, Niall, how's I do apologise. Somebody no, pressed fine. loads of me buttons here and I don't know what's going on. <laughs> But Kayleigh, you were uh, you were the youngest contestant ever in Operation Transformation. Ever on the show, yeah, yeah. 2012, 10 years this year. Okay, you remember it probably like it was yesterday because of course oh, you're absolutely. 28 now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and what was the reason that you went on or, or how did that come about that you ended up on the show? Well, the reason I, I found myself applying for it, it was really, I think it was ads were being promoted at the time for the show and I was in a really unhappy place. I had just finished second level education. I just finished doing done my leaving cert. I didn't know where I was going with my future, what I was going to do in college. I hadn't made any decisions on that. Um, also, I suffered with some learning disabilities as well. So that probably made me kind of un- unsure about certain changes in my life at that time. But the reason I went on, I was just unhappy with the way I look and the way they promote the leaders that they're looking for is basically, if you're unhappy with the way you look, we're going to help you fix that. Now, you, we uh, could help you fix that. We're going to help you fix that. It's a bit odd that they would select an 18 year old because you're literally just an adult you've just yeah, come and, from being and a you notice that especially when they're doing when they are doing the leader selection what happens is there's normally about 20 leaders whistled down from all the applications and then you're taken to a hotel where you're taking swimming and you do a couple of other exercises so you're basically drained before the end of the day and then you're put what's into what's called I don't know if they still do it because I can't even watch the show myself now anymore but they put you into this thing that's called the circle of truth 
And it's basically, they go at your most vulnerabilities that you've told them about, but they'll get okay. someone asking you that. And then you're crying in front of 20 strangers. And this, you know what this reminds me of? A, a friend of mine many, many years ago went in for the uh, pop idols. Do you remember the English pop idols? And she's an amazing singer. And the auditions were here in Crow Park. And she was a brilliant singer. I knew she'd have no problem getting through to the, the live rounds on TV in London, right? And they said to her, look, you're absolutely amazing. We want to put you through to the live rounds. Do you have a sob story? And she went, what do you mean? Well, you mentioned to us you were divorced. And she went, yeah, can you talk about that on, on the show? And she went, well, that, that's my personal business. So in other words, they weren't interested unless she had some sort of sob story or unless she was emotionally disturbed by the whole thing. And that kind of reminds me of that. That's, and I find a little bit of exploitation of people's emotional well-being, you know. But that's what it is. And it's also an exploitation of everyone that is watching the show. Because if you look at the people who do watch it, people who are backing it up online and the people who do enjoy it, they tend to be people who also have issues with their weight. And like you said a second ago, Niall, you, you mightn't be what everyone's cup of tea, but you're happy in your skin. Mm-hmm. and you're healthy and you, we can all do a bit better and that's why it's at the right time of year, January to February, where we all want to make good changes. It's the new year. Everyone wants to be different. But the thing is, there's no aftercare with a show like this. And I, I wouldn't call it fatphobic at all because it's catered to fat people. I don't, I, that part for me, I would disagree with. Mm-hmm. But it's a horror, it is, it's a horrible position to put anyone in, especially an 18-year-old girl and then to drop, when that show ends, when, when that final night is on, I don't know, they still do the runway and everything on the final night. And I think maybe I lost on the show only like a stone in £10 or something. Okay. But they make it look phenomenal because you're put in such a horrible position when you're first put on camera that they do you up so much. Like that makeover alone, if you hadn't exercised for eight weeks. The makeover make you look better. The makeover alone <laughs> is going to make you look amazing. Like because yeah. you've not worn makeup, you've done your own hair. You're standing there. Yeah, because we're used to looking at you. Yeah. <laughs> we're looking, you know used I mean? to looking at you all sweaty with a ponytail exactly. for eight weeks. It's yeah. not rocket science, you yeah. know what I mean? But it's not thinking about... And most people that do watch it have been watching it for years and years. And I remember people used to approach me in the street and say things like, oh, Jeannie, you don't look as big now as you do as you did when you're on the telly and all this. So I'd be going, oh, that's lovely, thank you. Oh, or, oh, I never recognised your, uh, your body. I only recognised your face and your voice. Yeah. Like it gives people this this insight that they're a part of your life because they see you for ten to fifteen minutes on a on a TV show. Yeah, once a week for eight weeks, and they think they know everything about you, and that's like that's really up. Like some people can carry it. Now I'm just going to speak on behalf of the people that I know that were on the show, and especially myself and the girls who just say that we're on the show. None of us can even watch that show anymore. We don't watch the ads first. We can't we can't watch it when it's on RT One or whatever it's on now. We can't actually stand to sit in the same room now, with people I, talking about it. And just to be fair, you know, it's probably important to know that RT have responded to Bodywise, uh, the organisation who have condemned the show, in saying that they have evolved over the years. And obviously you were on it 10 years ago. Do you, I know you haven't watched it, and I know this is difficult for obviously for you because you haven't seen the show uh, mm. since then because it's such a bad experience on it. But from what others might well, have said, do you, do you think it's evolved? I don't well, know because I, I wouldn't watch it. Show, I felt great. Like yeah. while I was on the show, I was your and the thing about the show is when they drop you, they could ring you at any minute as well to appear, you know, on a radio show or to do a promotion here, there, or everywhere for them. Yeah. So you're not you're not obliged to do that. Do you get but paid, obviously, by the way. 18 and 19. Yeah, I think. Oh God, when I when I did it now, I don't even know if I'm allowed to talk about it. But I just say it wasn't very. It was in the hundreds. We'll say. All right, so it's okay. not very much for eight weeks of your life. Now I didn't have any. I didn't have any kids then. I have three kids now. Okay. I didn't have any kids then. I w- my time was, I could give them the time that they needed from me. But from other people, like they're missing work, they're spending time away from their families, 
you're in the car at six o'clock on a Saturday or a Sunday morning, not knowing what you're about to do. You're in the freezing cold. It's the worst conditions of the year. You know, it's real like it's real to drag you down. And then you're weighed that following morning, which to me doesn't make any sense because with all the education I now have about dieting and exercise and everything, because I've been obsessed with it for the past 10 years of my life, my body image. I've lost years of my life hiding in my bedroom, not wanting to go out the front because I feel horrible in my own skin. And, and do, you, only, do you think the show made you feel, I mean, obviously you had an issue in the first place, lady, but do you think looking, the show has made you feel yeah, worse? Yeah, absolutely, because you're looking at all these flaws that you've highlighted to them and they're highlighting them on national TV. And how and, and how was that for you at the time? When, if you can remember back, when you were standing there on national TV, and I and I don't know if they still use the same process because I remember seeing it once many many years ago when Jerry Ryan was on it. So that's a long ago. I haven't seen the program since. Yeah. But I remember you know people standing there in their underwear and away in scales. Um, you know, did did that humiliate you? Did you feel it at absolutely. the time, or were you excited by that at the time? No, absolutely humiliating. And the thing is as well, your your weight about say seven o'clock in the morning on a Sunday was they was when we were weight. And then you're not given that weight until later on that day on a weighing scale that's not plugged in in front of it. Like, it's all, it's all very calculated. So like what, do you think the they're, ho- like they're, they're hoping that if you're disappointed, you might cry on the, on the air? Yeah, and, that's yeah. it. And so then the, the leaders already have your weight before, or not the leaders, sorry, the experts already have your weight before it even is announced by Catherine. So they're ready to eat into. Mm-hmm. They know what they're going to do for next week, who they're going to attack and who's going to be king of the week or queen of the week or whatever they call it. I don't know. Lea Conle, is it? Yeah, I, um, I couldn't tell you what they call them Something now. like that. Yeah. The leader of the week. And that's another thing as well. The Cura is a great place to be in and that actually was my favourite part of the whole experience. But like, it's reality TV at the end of the day. Well, well, it, well, it is. Look, I mean, look, the program serves many purposes. As far as RT is concerned, it's a positive thing, and they, you know, they say it's evolved over time, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. According to Body Wise, it's a very negative thing because it creates a community-sanctioned dieting culture. But you know, it also contains the fact that they have to make it entertaining because it's television, and people are watching it, and it has the highest ratings on RTE, etc., etc., etc. So that's part. I mean, you become part of the entertainment. Exactly, you, you become part of the product. Yeah, and and. I'm going to put something to you, and I don't certainly mean this as an insult to you, but there are people who will say to you, well, look, if you didn't want to be part of it, nobody forced you to do it. Yeah. And, and that's what people will say, or other people will say, well, look, if you don't like the programme, just turn it off. Yeah. Is that a fair comment? Well, that's exactly what we would have done. Like, what else can we do? Yes, I'm taking this opportunity to talk about it, because I would hate to see anyone end up in the position that I've ended up in. Like, when I say to you, I've lost years of my life. Ex- can you house, explain that to me a little bit deeper when you say you've lost years of your life already so I have this thing called body dysmorphia no I never had this this was, this was not I, I had no body issues no mental I don't know what you want to call them mental you didn't have any hang ups out of that but my, yeah, my, yeah. My, my body yeah. but I was aware that I was unhappy in the body I was in That's as far as my knowledge went at age 18 yeah. I was aware that I was unhappy in the body that I had and I was fed this roman- romantic fairy tale that, okay, you come on here for eight weeks, we're going to fix your life, you're going to look great. And that's, and that's, that's, that's the impression that it gives. Yeah. yeah, that's the impression exactly. it gives. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah so basically you're sold this, and then you're dropped. So that night happens, your big finale night, everyone loves you, oh, you're blowing up on Twitter, you're all over newspapers, everyone loves you, and then you're dropped. Just, just dropped, you don't hear from the show again besides the friends you've made or a few mm. Facebook friends you've made online you don't hear from anybody in the show unless maybe like they want you to go appear on a, on a radio show or yeah. in a magazine or something like that so that's also in the back of your mind oh my god I could be getting called any minute 
Yeah. So what I what I found, uh, I suppose experts would call it, is I was yo-yo dieting. Okay. So I I gained massive, massive, massive mental weight, and then I'd lose it really, really rapidly by basically starving myself. Right. Okay. You know what I mean? Like to a really, really unhealthy stage where there's people asking my parents, "Were I ill? Like, was I?" I'm sorry, I'm sorry like to hear that. That, that, that must have been so difficult. And I'm really sorry to hear that you, that you went through that. That must have been so it, difficult. It is like, and then you're looking at yourself and you, and now I have three kids and I have one daughter and mm. I would hate, and I, I'm very clear, and I, I've actually made a part of my own parenting. Other people might be different, but I'm very clear with my kids, you know, that the way people look on the outside is not. You are what you are. You, yeah. don't, value, you don't value how much you like a person or how well you're going to treat that person by how, what they look like on the outside. And I think that's very important for any parent. Absolutely. Can I say it's really important that we're all healthy, okay? Because, of course, you live longer, okay? But but I think this focus or this emphasis on looking a certain way, and, of course, the media are responsible for this in a big way. Magazines, uh, TV, etc., etc. Instagram nowadays, of course, has a huge, resp- or a huge role to play in this too. You know, and my primarily female, uh, with, you know, young women going on looking a certain way and wanting other women to look a certain way. And, and, you know, it's nonsense. Let's be clear about it. You should exactly. be happy. Exactly, and lots of influencers will admit that they use filters on their pictures. Yeah. They use filters for everything. The person you're seeing online is never going to be the person you see on the street or the person you see in day-to-day life. Mm-hmm. We don't see people like that. The reason we aspire to be people like that is because we don't see them. Because they're not actually, for many of us, it's not feasible. I've had three cesarean sections now. I will never in my life have a flat stomach. But at age 18, I never knew that my body shape, my bone density, my BMI, things like that. I, I still get my BMI checked every year now, but that's only for myself. Yeah. Because I have, like I said, I have three kids. And when you have kids, you obviously want to live as long as you can because of course, the cost yeah. of them behind is crippling. Yeah. <laughs> but um, that, besides that, like I would be very conscious about everything I eat, even to this day. If I had a takeaway, say, last night, I might need for three more days. But I'm, I'm okay to talk about that now because I know, like, I've dealt with the issue. I've spoken to and do you And do you think that when you say that you, if you have a takeaway tonight, you're not going to eat for three or four days, right? Or you might consider not eating for three or four days. Yeah. Do you think that this is a reflection on these type of programs, not just particularly this particular one, Operation Transformation, which yeah, is just well, one of many? Yeah, well, you mentioned the other one in the UK a minute ago, and I'm not going to say, well, I know that there was a limerick couple on it a couple of years ago as well. And I know that neither of them stuck to it you know yeah. like you said you come down the stairs in the big dress boom lovely everyone's mad about you then you're just dropped back into your old habits old ways no one's looking over your shoulder the so American the ones are even worse I mean I'm sure you've seen the American exactly. ones I couldn't imagine like do you know the amount of people Niall that I know now that have had um, gastric bands yeah and they're not even thirsty these women like they're not they're fit women, they're beautiful, absolutely stunning. And do you, do you think that's because these programs, well, I suppose Operation Transformation encourages the community to get involved as they talk, body-wise talk about a community-sanctioned dieting culture. Do you think it's because we get everybody in the country, in the highest rated program in the country, to get involved in this? Do you, do you believe it's like almost vilifying, you know, being overweight? Well, it almost is because you look at it and you are getting the community involved. And then, so for two, two, for two months of the year, it's all full on, everyone's involved. And if you have a good support network or if you have a good foundation or if you have a good sense of yourself, you're going to do fine. Mm-hmm. But if you're a person who's struggling with their weight, which most people are, and you're vulnerable and you're upset and you're highlighting all your vulnerabilities on TV, and then you don't get the support that you need after those yep. intense eight weeks. I know so many people on that show that were on Operation Transformation in general that struggle so bad day to day, even now, like 10 years later since I'm on it. And the thought, even I hear the word, I'd love to 
be able to warn people not to do it. But I think it's because we've changed the society as well. You can be overweight and you can still be healthy and fit. I know people who weigh more than I am that could outrun me in the morning, could outrun me in five minutes mm. from now. Yeah. The way you look on the outside is no depiction of no, absolutely your, your not. fitness or your health. And again, I want to point out, there are a lot of men and women, uh, primarily women. I think this affects women more than men. And I, and I'm gonna, and I don't believe that's a sexist thing to say. Um, I think it affects women because I, th- I think women, by the way, and I always w- wondered, are women, people always say, who are women trying to impress? I think they try to impress each other as well. It's other women too that they're trying to impress or they try to aspire to look like or be like, right? Um, and I, I always think that these kind of programs, as much as they can encourage some women um, or men for that matter to look a certain way and to be healthy. I think that it can do that too. I think the negativities outweigh the positivities uh, when it comes to these type of programs. For you, it was a really bad experience because you were on the bloody show. So I can, yeah. I absolutely understand that. And you're 100% right. If you're going to put a program together like this and if you're going to produce a program like this and put it together and use, you know, basically guinea pigs on the, on the television, you know, there should be a backup afterwards, you know, for mental health, for emotional well-being, etc. There should be a backup yeah. afterwards, a follow-up. some aftercare plan at least. Uh, no, I'm assuming they have that talk. now. I, I would, I would assume, hope that they yeah. certainly do because when I when I was on it, they definitely didn't. So when you and were on it, Jerry Ryan would have been the presenter. No, it was Catherine Thomas. Was actually, I think, it was her second year doing the show at that oh, okay. time. Oh, okay. Um, and that's another thing. Actually, I just wanted to touch on vaguely. I've no issue with Catherine Thomas as a woman. I'm just using her as someone in this show now. We are going to take one of our, we'll say Ireland in general over the past ten years, one of Ireland's most looked up to, one one of Ireland's most aspiring women in the past what, 10, 15 years mm. RTE are using her constantly all the time for everything well, well, we're constantly in, seeing her well in fairness to Catherine I mean and, and by the way can I point out that none of the, the obviously the negative things that we're saying today is a reflection of the people who present the programme because they're just doing a job I mean exactly. Catherine I mean Catherine is a very good presenter and RTE oh, user because of that yeah. reason yeah so That's, I mean she's I just presenting the, the show you're bringing women then in front of this absolutely stunning woman who people who were aspiring to be like but not explaining that yeah but I could equally ar- I, I could argue types. Kayleigh before that Jerry Ryan was the presenter now Jerry Ryan certainly <laughs> exactly. wasn't the, he wasn't the picture of health with the great yeah. respect to him um, he was overweight it's himself lovely as well though exactly yeah, he was a nice man was but he was thing, overweight yeah. so uh, I think that kind of made it a bit more relatable as well for the people that were on it at the time maybe I'm yeah. like, I have no way through Catherine Lott or the experts I had different experts when I was on the show mm. when I was on I still had Dr. Ava at that time yeah and I know she's no longer involved in the show, but that's just the nutrition part. As, as far as the Dr. Eddie and as far as Carl for the fitness, they were exactly who I had also. Yeah. And as far as I believe, most of the production team is still the same and has been the same for the past 10 years. Yeah. So as society is changing, the show needs to change. It's, it's done what it's done to me. I can't change that. I've learned my lesson. I'm, Do you think I'm it should be taken off? Do you think it should be taken off? It's not. Exactly. It's not. They need to show that people can be a certain weight and can still be healthy as long as you're looking at things like your BMI, your cholesterol, as long as you're healthy internally, your outside is not always going to depict how you look on the inside. I'm surprised it's still going, because most of these type of shows, the likes of the, you know, the Big Brothers and the reality shows in the UK, they run their course for 10 or 15 years, and then they just pull them. I mean, they're, most of them are gone. I mean, for example, the likes of what you call it, the Pop Idols, that's gone now. You know, all those kind of programs are gone. Big Brother is gone. Most of those kind of shows run their course. I'm surprised it actually still, still well, I suppose well, it's popular. I've definitely noticed it in the past 12 months. I've been pulled into things on different social media sites, I suppose, like TikTok and Facebook and Instagram, where people are saying, people are calling out the show saying, how is this allowed? but maybe they're not people with such a massive platform mm-hmm. um, or they're saying how is this allowed and they bring me into it also bring me into discussions with them and 
like we're having now. But people, there is a lot of people, I mean, this is only one year, so that's nine years after I was on this show. I'm only starting to see people are picking out issues with it now. And how, and just in your well-being now, Kaylee, you're 20, 28 years of age now? Yep. Yeah. And and you've got your own family now, of course. You were only well, 18, you were quite a vulnerable young lady at the time. Yeah. <laughs> so so how are you, I mean, how do you feel now? I, I mean, do you do you think you're happy with yourself now? Oh, absolutely not. I, that's something, but that's something I'll struggle with forever. I can't mm. undo that. I can't unsee myself from the back, you know, or the front or the side yeah. and all these places you wouldn't normally in day-to-day life see yourself. But I've learned to deal with it and I'm lucky that I have a good support network in my family and my friends that... Yeah. When I am feeling bad, I can speak to them. Whereas before, when I was 18, 19, up to the age of about 22, I could drop five stone in three or four months if I wanted to talk. That's horrendous. Point, and like, it's so I unhealthy, was using laxatives. Yeah. I yeah. was abusing, you know, all, all things I would never, ever... They're not recommended anyway. That's why it's called abuse. Yeah. But there was never anyone I could go to in the show that could say, look, I'm really struggling with this. Could you just... Yeah, since the, since the, since I was on the show, I feel things have got worse for me. Yeah, can you offer me some help here, or can and you? And then some, you're putting people yeah. who are successful on the show on this pedestal, and say, "Oh, look, they're amazing! It's been ten years, and they're a professional trainer, and they're a runner, and they're doing all these triathlons and all this." And then yours, and then you're kind of going, "Oh my God, if they come back to me now, and like I'm 28 years of age, I've had three kids, my smallest isn't even a year old yet." I haven't exercised, and I'd say maybe two years with the pandemic and everything else that's gone on. So you're, you're, you just always feel self-conscious about yourself. That's my yeah. path to carry. But I wanted to highlight that. For and do you think? Do you think, think you'll Kaylee, Do you think you'll ever get past that? I don't think so. Maybe no. I might get to one stage where I just no. don't care anymore when I'm older. Well, and I've noticed that as I've had my kids, that yeah, has and, I know, and it's, it's probably. Not getting easier, of course. Social media nowadays, as we mentioned already, with Instagram and everything else, yeah, I've uh, never doesn't make it easier. They put up an Instagram picture like of my full body. Never, never once. If you're seeing a picture of me, it's going to be from my head to, or from my shoulders to my head. The people that know me know me. Like I will still spend. I'll cancel going out to events, functions, um, celebrations with friends because I just don't want to go. I don't feel comfortable in the clothes I'm in. I'm more comfortable in my pajamas at home. I'm basically I've um, made it okay for myself to hide from. Okay, I'm, so, I, I'm so sorry to hear that you feel that okay, way. That's, that's my reality, really. Well, no, well, but it shouldn't be a reality. And, and you know, and you know, and have you thought hell about? Have you have you talked to? I, I, I'm not an expert, but any stretch the imagination. Oh, have, but have you I've talked to psychologists or things like yeah. that? I have. Um, but like it's it's there now. It's something that's manifested in my head over the past ten years since 2012. Yeah. Well, since 2011, really, because the process before for the leaders starts much before that. You're asked to highlight what what parts of your body you dislike, why you dislike them, um, uh, events in your life that you think have attributed to why you're overweight. That's where you get your backstory from. I'm I'm so um, uncomfortable with the whole thing because I know it's probably different now. They probably wouldn't do this now, but but even then, you know, the fact that you would take it. Essentially, what was formerly a child who's now eighteen, just eighteen years of age, a vulnerable young woman, and ask her questions like that. I'm yeah, really makes- uncomfortable with that. And then put you in a room with twenty strangers after you've been swimming when they know you don't exercise anyway. So you've been swimming all morning. You've been uncomfortable in a in a wet in a swimsuit sorry, around people you've never met before. You've TV cameras highlighted around you everywhere. You're struggling to swim. You're struggling to keep up with the running. And then you're put into this room full of people where you're told. 
okay, let's all talk about our, why we're here, why we think we're here. Why we feel terrible about ourselves. Yeah, yeah exactly. Why, yeah. What made us fat, basically. Let's talk yeah. about what made us fat. Okay, okay. And there's no pretty way to say that, like, you know. All right, well, look, Kayleigh, I, I, I'm running out of time before we get to the break, but I'm really sorry that you feel the way you feel right now, and I'm really sorry you had such okay. a bad experience with it. Thank you. And, and listening to what you've had to say, I think everybody uh, listening today will understand exactly why you feel these type of shows are not fit for purpose anymore, and they serve, they don't serve a purpose. In other words, you believe they're a very negative show, and basically create I suppose fat shaming as far as you're concerned and they're quite triggering for people like yourself who've probably been on the show more so than anything else but look Katie, thank you very much indeed and I wish you well and I hope you get indeed if you go reaching out and looking for more help in relation to the way you feel about yourself I hope you get the help and very positive help as well all right, Kayleigh. Right, thanks so much thanks, for having me. Thanks. There you go. There's Kayleigh. 18 years of age when she was on the show. That makes me really uncomfortable, by the way. The fact she was, she was literally, months before that, she was only considered legally a child because under the age of 18, of course, you're not an adult. And that you would ask an 18-year-old, you know, a production team would go to an 18-year-old and say, what part of your body are you not happy with? What are you not happy about? And kind of encourage people for entertainment purposes to be upset. You know, I don't know. Uh, the number's 087-188-008. Niall, I understand completely what that girl is saying, but it is a show on television. If people don't want to watch it, they can just turn it off. Yeah, I, I get you. I, I do get you what you're saying. Somebody says, Niall, nobody forces anybody to take part in these shows. People make applications and volunteer. Surely that should have been a consideration before Kaylee went into the show. Absolutely, but maybe she didn't know exactly what she was getting herself in for. And also, people who are in that situation might be quite vulnerable. And all of a sudden, you have television cameras on you. It's not that easy to make that decision sometimes. Uh, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. Number's 087-188-008. Does Operation Transformation on TV serve a purpose. Keep texting, keep WhatsApping the number is 087 Some of your audio messages, by the way, coming in as well. I want to just play one or two of them if I can. Hi, Alicia here from Waterford. I can't really go on the air, but I stopped watching that stupid show years and years ago. I really do believe it should be X. It's the biggest load of rubbish putting people on show. I know it's a choice. They go on themselves. But it's the, see the people looking at it, people who are having weight problems or even anorexia or any kind of um, thing to do with their body and all this glamour and like somebody else said this morning there's you want Catherine Thomas and she all glamorised and all the rest of it and these poor people I think it's absolutely horrific all right, and, and again, just to point out, Captain Thomas is a good presenter. She's just been asked to do the show and present the show. And yes, she's a very attractive lady. Um, I don't, I don't believe that's intentionally done. Um, she just happened to be the the next person to take over after Jerry Ryan, of course, uh, stopped presenting the show. What the hell is going on here, body wise? If you don't want to watch the program, don't watch the program. Mm. If you're offended by the program, watch something else. Here we go again, nanny state, snowflakes. Jesus Christ! Just. Go and live somewhere else. Go and live in an island somewhere and just, just talk to the fish with your views. Mm. Donald, you're in Ireland's classic hits. Donald, has he got a point? Well, I tell you one thing, Of course he has a point. If you don't want to watch the show, don't watch the show. But that's not my problem. I was a leader on that show, the first show to be okay, on. You, you were on it in 2010. Um, that's right. And you were a leader. At the time, yes. Okay, and no. just let me go back to you as well to, okay. to the start of this. So the selection process. What was the reason you applied to go on the show? Well, because I just looked in the mirror after going on the show and and didn't like what I seen. Right. And I was extremely fit. I'd done most of my life in the army. I left the army. I put on a lot of weight due to my due to my own fault. I 
wouldn't sell the bridge and I wouldn't get up for a walk. Right, so lifestyle changes, oh, yeah. No, yeah. I've seen this as an opportunity. Okay, all right. And let's go, and let's go over it. And by the way, no. I, I asked Kaylee because I'm not too sure. Did, did they yeah. pay you? They did pay you, did they? Oh, they gave us, yeah, they gave us money after. I, I, no, I, I don't want to know exactly how much, but was it, was yeah. it a handsome sum? Not really, no. Okay, all right. No, okay. I, 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 I'm not sure that. I didn't. I wasn't so I'm not sure that. All right, okay. So, no. okay, my, so what my, was the negative part of it? I tell you, my issue is simple. It was a crash diet, a completely crash diet. All the leaders were constantly hungry, and on numerous occasions, leaders fainted, and it was all covered up. So my issue is to the people like that gentleman that said, oh, we're in any state, and if you don't want to watch, don't watch it. And he's dead right. But my issue is, when I tried to go on Joe Duffy about this, and contact other places, no, oh, you cannot do this. No way. They wouldn't have us. So why... Well, well, it, now, to be, to be fair, Donald, uh, yeah. Do- the Joe Duffy show this week has covered yeah. it, and, and, you know, and yeah. I did listen, and they well, did have people on who were giving negative comments about it, so they well, are accepting well, that. Well, they wouldn't when I tried. That's mm-hmm. all I'm saying. They wouldn't when I tried. The show was a crash diet. The only person I seen in that show that knew what he was on about was Carl Henry, the fitness fella. Yeah. Because I like fitness. And, and, I, and, and I, he's I a good man, Carl. I know he is a good man. Well, after a she wanted to today, she got away with it. All right. No, okay, well, get, getting, getting back to the show itself, right? So the argument that you decided to go on this show, and yeah, you, you had to have known to some degree what it was all about. You know that there were you were going to be on national television in your underpants or whatever it is. You know, basically yeah. showing off your body uh, and mm. and talking emotionally about you know your hang-ups about your own body. I mean, you, yeah. you knew all that before you went on the show. Didn't well, I, you? No, I thought that, I thought the show that's what it was about for me. I thought it was about to lose weight and get healthy, but it wasn't. It's all they kept hitting on every single time I went up to Dublin, especially the. The, the nut doctors, the psychiatrists, I don't know who he was. Okay. But he, he was saying, is all he wanted to talk to me about was what's it like to rear a young fella on your own. That's all he wanted to know about. So they wanted the backstory. Oh, yeah. They wanted me crying. Oh, it's so difficult being a single parent. And I kept calling out with him. I said, listen, I'm not here to talk about that. Just forget about it. He actually said live and here. Okay, so, so do, you believe, do you believe that from that point of view, similar to other reality shows that I spoke yeah. about earlier on, that they're looking for the kind of backstory, they're looking to get you to that's cry on the television? And that's all they want. And, and, that's why, and, and whether this is sexist or not, I don't know. But that's why they want more women. Because women are easier to cry. It's as simple as that thing. They, 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 you know, they want you to cry. They want all this emotional bullshit. And it's and, and like I could have said tonight, there was two words, two men on the show, and I started. The first man lost a stone weight in the first week in seven days. After that, I had my doubts, and I and I should have I should have walked away then. I didn't. I lost seven pounds. It's so much weight to lose in one week. It's crazy. But I don't. I'm not a doctor or a specialist, so I don't not, know not, how. I don't know how much is too much, and what you know. And not, what is. And maybe would tell you, you don't lose a stone in one week. It's just not. No, right. it doesn't sound it's right. To be honest with you, know. And, and you won't keep it off, and, and you'll never keep it off. I kept what my weight off because I walk. If I'm not walking, I'm walking. Well, I can imagine I to lose a stone in one week, it would have to be a crash diet. Yes, of course. It was, it was, it was a complete crash diet. And night used to come down. Used to put all this food in our fridge and say we bought all this food. They're placing it all there, like. Okay. Okay, what about what BodyWise have said, who are an organisation, obviously, who, you know, deal with people on a regular basis who have body image problems? Um, they say it creates a community-sanctioned dieting culture. Do, do you agree with that? That it basically involves the whole community into making you feel bad about yourself? Of course it is. It's telling everyone to be like Victoria Beckham as well. Like, that, that, that's the culture we're living in now. Size zero is, is, is supposed to be attractive. And you're right in what you said. Women are worse for it. Women, and women, women here and other women for being overweight. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, why can't we get back to...
Right, woman. Okay, well, then, with the bottom line, down, do, do you believe after your not only your own personal experience? I mean, yeah. the, the, and obviously, Kaylee talked, who was on it as well, two years after you. Yeah. She said the backup after the show. In other words, if you did have any emotional difficulties or difficulties staying on the oh, donate, no, no, there, there no, was no backup. No, you didn't exist after the show. And listen, that's hard. To, that can be a bit of a, a, a come down where you you usually recognise and you're. You're used to cameras on you and things like that, and you just make up in the morning, you're just another door so up. I suppose that's how they use it. That's not the show's fault, that's just. I mean, were you, I mean, in your local community, would you, did you become a bit of a celebrity? I did, yeah. I did, and I loved it. Yeah. Jesus Christ, I did love it. But it, when I did, um, you know, it was a bit of a time. It was so bad about it. Like, you just get on with it, innit? But that's, yeah. my, I, I, that's my own fault, I think. You know what I mean? I should have known better than that. But the only thing I want to clarify is, why don't they just tell the truth? Like, just, they're never coming on and saying, this works, because it doesn't work. This diet... Well, not in the long term, No. No, it doesn't work in the long no, run. The, the research, according to BodyWise, the research shows that these type of yeah. diets and these type of shows, in the yeah. long term, don't actually. Yeah. Save and and now the community gets on the, and goes on the show as well. And, and the reason, the, more, the, the vast majority, the people go on this show and still go on it, and the community gets about this because they want to get their face on, on television. And that's it. Like. And, and maybe that's one of the reasons why they've as well. Like. Oh, okay, but do, do me a favor, hang on for a second. And Karen, can you hang on? Because I've got to go to a break and I'm going to come to you straight after the break, Karen. Is that okay? That's fine. No, okay, yeah. okay, stay with me for a second. Okay, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. Numbers 0871 There you go. Donald was on as well. Kaylee was on as she was on earlier on. Uh, they don't have a lot of nice things to say about it. And don't forget, by the way, support the sponsor of the show. If you are thinking of upgrading your car, uh, pop a visit there to visit HyundaiDundrum.ie. You can see the latest range, no matter whether you're looking for a hybrid. Everybody wants to get a hybrid or electric nowadays, don't they? Or electric, petrol or diesel. You can see them all there at Hyundai Dundrum. You can go to the showrooms itself or go online and have a look at the full range of cars there. Uh, now, a lot of people texting in. I was a sergeant that ran the military challenge for five years on the show. Could write a book. It should be scrapped. Another person says the reason Operation Transformation is still running is because the guy who owns it is a big cheese in RTA. Well, he owns the rights to it, obviously, came up with the idea. Uh, high regarding the op, uh, trans- Operation Translation show, a dreadful story from that lady, Katie. Kaylee, actually, was her name. I watched it her all those years ago. And remember, my bug- one bugbear for the show was, prior to listening today, is the way the contestants are paraded around in Lycra. Let me go to Karen. Karen, you're on Ireland's Classic Hits. How are you doing, Karen? I'm good, Niall, and yourself? Uh, Karen, do you watch this programme? I used to. I okay. used to many moons ago. I used to, but for the last few years, I'm definitely one of the people who boycott it and, to, and I actually go on my social media platforms to actually ask other people to boycott it as well because it is something that needs to be removed. And why, and why, do, when you say, see, I am one of these people who is always against censorship, right? Because I always feel that if you don't like something, just don't watch it, right? Now, I do understand people's position on this show. I'm not suggesting that for a minute, right? And I understand the position. But what, what's your reason for wanting to boycott the show? Um, the main reason is, is as the, the last person that was speaking was saying, it's, it's an all or nothing show. They go to people that desperately, desperately want to lose weight. And I mean, I would have been in that situation years ago as well when I would have watched it for inspiration to try and start my thing. As you know, the people on the show are meant to exercise five, six times a week. They're put through extremely tough challenges that athletes would find difficult when they're not at their peak of physicalness. And then their calories are dropped so low 
and it's target based every single week. It's it's you know you have to hit this now. It might only be. I'm assuming, but I'm assuming now. I don't know a huge amount about the show, Karen. Right? Only what I, what most people would yeah. know. But I'm assuming the experts inverted commas uh, that they have on the show are are that there's other people are involved and there's probably a doctor involved as well. Um, would have to sanction anything that's been done in relation to, you know, certain people who might be a little bit overweight exercising or doing a particular regime of exercise to make sure that it's and safe. I'm, yeah, I'm sure that they, they have doctors on standby. We have seen it where ambulances have to be called into the show just to give someone oxygen for a while. Why get to that situation? Normally, there are right. much more sustainable ways of losing weight, which I, which I found myself, like, after that, and I educated myself on it. I went to a doctor um, when I when I was overweight, when I was very upset. And I went to a doctor and I was like, there's something wrong with me. I can't lose weight. I, there's something wrong. And the doctor didn't have the answers for me because, believe it or not, most Irish GPs do not actually have a module done or do not have a course done. It's not a doctor's position. It's more of a nutritionist, really, isn't it, that, yes, that, that deals with that? Yeah. Need. And if and if you're short on money, you mightn't have the money to go to a nutritionist, just say. And you mightn't even have the awareness you know mm-hmm. what I mean? You go to a doctor and a doctor at that time in Ireland. I think it's, but I do think it's shocking the way we're, we're all very focused on how we look. I mean, mind you, that's getting worse because of social media. But I think it's all, I think it's shocking, particularly women. And I don't believe that's a sexist yeah. remark again by saying that. No, how, no. how, you know, we're all so focused on how we look that if a woman in particular doesn't look a certain way or a certain size or her breasts yeah. or her body or her body shape don't look a certain way, well, then she's not attractive. And I think that's a horrendous view of life. And maybe you're right. Maybe programs like this promote that ideal. I don't know. Well, I think with me, with the program, my biggest issue was, was you know, if someone could have a really good week. I remember there was this guy last year and he was so happy. He'd cooked for his family for the first time ever. Mm-hmm. He had exercised. He was happy. And they were raising him because he did not hit a target. And to actually have someone turn around and say, I've achieved so much this week. I, I did this. And, and like be happy in themselves. And then you go, mm-hmm. oh, well, you know what, you're a failure because you, you didn't drop on the scale. Okay, do me a favour, just stay there for a second, Karen, because I want to go to Frank as well, because Frank, you're an Ireland's classic kid. So, Frank, you worked on the show. Yeah, how's it going, man? I was the sergeant on the military challenge. Oh, you were the sergeant on the, for the military challenge? Yeah, from the, uh, my name is Mick, uh, Frank is just the suit there, uh, because I'm retired from the Defence Forces, I just have the freedom of information I don't want to Obviously, there's certain information you can and can't give us. And I, and I understand that, okay? But do you yeah. believe, I mean, Karen's concern was that there were people, um, you know, doing challenges that weren't fit enough to do the challenges. And, you know, it, she felt that it could have been dangerous from that point of view as well. Yeah. Do, you, do you think the people no. that were that you were, you know, setting up to do the challenges or the military yeah. challenge were fit enough to do it? No, no, I'll just explain to you briefly my background. So I'm actually ex-Army Regiment Special Forces. Okay. So we were brought we were brought in. We did um, stuff before, like the underdog and um, celebrity banner store, where there were teams working and they came in as teams. So my belief was that they were coming in for a week or probably whatever, and we would build them up to that. Now, I'm a, a, a personal trainer, and okay. this thing comes back to haunt me because people say, "Oh, why were you rolling at those people that were overweight?" So, and the military background of it was, we thought they were coming in for to work with us for a week or with recruits or whatever, and then give them a challenge at the end. So you could build however, them up to that point, yes. Yeah, Yeah. however it changed then. And look, the first year I kind of bought into it in a way because I was naive to kind of civilian way things were working. They used to give me a script and, you know, I'd know the leaders maybe six weeks before they were picked and I'd get a profile on their backgrounds and what happened and what didn't happen and try and bring this out. And, you know, the morning the challenge had said to me, right, tears today, Sarge, we want tears today. You know, so then after so, that... So, just, okay, let me just clarify. So they would say to you, 
we want tears today. Yeah. So, no, they, so they, in other words, they wanted the contestants to be crying. They wanted to break down and see, you know, where, where could they break them down, obviously, and have the sad story behind it. And obviously it was better, better viewing for them and more. Of course, you know. yeah, it's entertainment purposes, yeah. 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 Like, yeah, you know, it's just Bob, sorry, Bob so, there and, Yeah, sorry, Karen, well, sorry, Karen, what are you saying to Frank there? I'm just saying that goes to, to what I said. You know, that person last year, that man, he was very, very happy. He was happy with his progress and they kept at him until he broke down crying. It's, it's a show that's there to humiliate people. When I, 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 Dale argue with that, and again, I want to say that RT have responded and say that the, ch- the show has evolved over the years. Uh, Frank, do you still watch it, by the way? No, I don't. <laughs> I cringe, okay. actually, when I think about it. When I see the ads on the telly, I cringe. And when I heard um, little Katie Taylor talking there, it brought back good memories, but bad memories as well. Yeah, well, Kayleigh, oh, you wouldn't remember, you remember Kayleigh, yeah? Yeah, I remember Kayleigh. That was my last show. I, I, I gave it up after that. I pulled out of it because it was just gone a bit mad, you know? And and what so, you just felt, you actually felt guilty putting people through this and trying to get people to cry essentially. Yeah, well, like I know, my, not even apart from that, like you know, as a personal trainer, like I always ask people now, what are your goals? And I want to lose a stone. I say, no, what's your healthy goals? Yeah, you know. So, well, rather than what, what Kelly was saying, whatever way you look, it doesn't matter. Once you're healthy, once you can move, once you're absolutely you're yeah, good, yeah. You know, yeah. so um, like you know, just like a challenge there. Say people talk about Braveheart Hill; it's a famous part of the current. I still take people there training, so maybe it was a log run from the start to the end, which is four hundred and fifty meters. So they'd film them getting on the logs, maybe run twenty five meters, cut the cameras. You know, we get a Land Rover, pull them to the top, and then show them going over the finish line. So, like to a lot of people, that wasn't achieving much. Right. You know, okay. It was, just, it was just television. It's for television. It's just for television. Yeah. yeah. So like, and I just wonder because people like even still today. Like 2012, my, la- my last show, and I've retired three years. I still get to know, oh, you're the... So, so no, wait, 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 just in relation to that challenge about pushing the logs, so they would push the logs a certain way, they'd cut the cameras off, and then they'd pull them on a tractor and make it look like they'd push them all the way. Yeah, so we'd, we'd get one of our, one of our um, Land Rovers just to pull the rest of the way, and then... They'd, they'd turn back on the cameras the again. And just pull it over the, over over the finish line, right, you know. Okay, okay. All right. Uh, I'm sorry, Frank, uh, you know, that looking back on it, you see it as such a negative experience now. And, and, and I can understand at the time why you were doing it. And, you know, you were asked to do it, obviously, and, and uh, et cetera, et cetera. And you're a personal trainer and you do the be- people's best interest at heart. And I can understand now why you look back at it in such a negative way. And, Karen, I completely agree with everything you were probably saying there, to be honest with you. A lot of people, by the way, have negative things to say about us. I, I'm not getting very much positivity here today. Uh, Karen and Frank, thank you very much indeed. I'll try and take one or two more after the break if we can. Um, and the number is 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. By the way, if you do struggle with your weight or you struggle with your body image and you do need to talk to somebody, please reach out. Bodywise are available. You can contact them at 1890-200-444. That's 1890-200-444 if you are struggling. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.